0: And as a disclaimer, the views and comments made during this episode are those of the participants and do not represent any entity that they volunteer with or are employed by. Enjoy. Hey everybody, welcome to the most dramatic podcast where we discuss geopolitics, natural security, a bunch of nonsense of your beers. I'm your host, Ryan Young, and joining me today is Lex Cardon and Sean McGuffin recording on May 22nd, 2021. Guys, uh, we're back, kind of. In, in person. In person. nonetheless. You still exist. Happy <laughs> yeah, Air. I know. Um, it's, it's literally the last episode we did was episode 58 uh, on The Expanse, Space Shake of Air. <laughs> um, <laughs> is still to watch The Expanse. We need to get into it, and you have been lagging on it. It's I've kinda... been working my way through. I'm sorry. Yeah, you should. You, you should be sorry. Work harder. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's it's been, we did it literally the weekend before lockdown last year, um, right before St. Patty's Day. Yeah. Yeah, that was uh, a that year was... and two months ago. <laughs> yeah. So this is And I'm just so as I say it, hasn't been said yet, we are all vaccinated.
1: We have microchips. It's great. <laughs> yeah.
2: The Wi-Fi is spectacular. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they told me to avoid magnets. If- <laughs>
0: yeah. Um. So with that, we are going to be discussing uh, the Israel Palestine. I guess not issue the situation that's gone in the last couple of weeks. that uh, has not really given a name yet. I'm surprised it'll, it'll get some name like a year from now. I'm like it's this war, that war. The right, latest right? dumpster fire. Yeah. In series yeah, of yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. But uh, as always, before we get to that. Uh, our drinks, what we were drinking
2: uh, today. Well, last week, Nene and I went down to Asheville, North Carolina, uh, where we visited the Wicked Weed Brewery, and uh, it's known for making a lot of funky, sour beers, all that. But I picked us picked up some for us today, and the one we're drinking now is the Doctor Dank IPA. Um, is it's a delectable botanicals of the dankest flavors that expand <laughs> the mind, body, and palate. This hybrid strain of delightful dankness delivers elevated experience. So basically, it is an IP, it is a hazy IPA brewed with hemp seeds and other natural flavors. So, as the uh, the brew tour guy said, it smells like a grateful or it tastes like a Grateful Dead concert. It smells. Woo, guessing, <laughs> right? Yeah. I was told this would smell dank, and they were correct. Yeah. No THC or anything involved. It's just it just smells like hemp and tastes like it. Is that a good thing? Taste it. <laughs> oh. Now
0: you going to fail a drug test. They're not going <laughs> to fail a drug test. Just don't eat a poppy bagel, too. <laughs> you can't have two of these. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I like that. It's good. Yeah. yeah. It Honestly,
1: uh, I kind of thought you were full of shit when you said it would taste dank. No. Yeah, it
2: kind of tastes dank. It, yeah, but it's not, like, overpowering. It's, no. It's got an interesting... It still Absolutely tastes like A-Z. there. This is honestly, like, compared to a lot of their other beers, this is, like, pretty... Standard okay, like it's or pretty normal. They have so many weird they have a whole second brewery called the Funkatorium where they like basically just experiment shit with like mad the science. They're fantastic, it's it's unreal. Yeah, so, I hope
1: they have like a mural of parliament or something. <laughs> if the, you, ba- the band parliament, by the way, British the parliament band be, parliament.
2: It'd be very boring to have the British parliament on. Oh, there. for sure. Yeah, yeah, but if you ever make your way down to Asheville, you gotta check this place out because it is dank. Mm. <laughs>
0: I was gonna actually, you know, add it to the uh the uh, untapped app, which we haven't done. We haven't done that in <laughs> a while. So what's your is that what uh, you're looking up now? I it I can't find the beer. Really?
2: Yeah. It may be a limited release thing, yeah. so like I don't see it.
0: That's unfortunate. But okay. The, yeah.
2: Yeah. But uh yeah, what do you guys think? I like it a lot. Yeah, yeah. What uh pretending we were putting it on untapped, on what we do? Is it five out of five stars? Or yeah, out of five. What would you do? Um four. Selling so four, four four and a half,
1: maybe. Yeah, yeah, I can agree with four. But with that said, I wouldn't. If I was at a bar, I wouldn't order two of these. No, just because I don't want my mouth to taste like hemp for the rest of the day.
2: Yeah,
1: well, but it's very enjoyable.
0: Yeah. All right, all right. So, uh, moving on to a very cheerful and not complicated topic. <laughs> um, Oh man! So this this started really a couple weeks ago. I mean, it, it hadn't started. It's, it's been years in the making for really this this one incident to really occur um, in Sheikh Jarrah, uh, in, neighborhood in East Jerusalem. And there's been issues of you know potential evictions of Palestinian families who have lived there since at least the forty eight war, um, even more some before that, um, and basically having the place taken from them by the Israeli government because, like, oh, Jews used to live here, so you have to move out. And basically all these, like, legal proceedings that have occurred over over this course of the last, really... Really, in this, this particular neighborhood, I think it's like, since, like, 2000, mm-hmm. it's really kind of kicked off. So it's been really, you know, it's 2021, so it's been going on for a long time. Very slowly making its way through the courts. Yeah, and basically, protests began from this. Police crack down. More protests occurred because of it. Especially Al-Aqsa mask, which we saw flashbangs and tear gas and shit thrown into the Al-Aqsa mask. You know,
2: the third holiest site in Islam. Yeah, in the middle of prayers. <laughs> yeah. So, very, in, in the, one of the most hotly contested real estate areas in the world. So. Yeah, it's
0: just like, you think they'd be smarter than not to do, it. like, it's like, let's, let's, let's kick off the, let's, you know, it's like, fuck, let's have another war, why not?
2: Yeah. Um, like, let's beat up a bunch of Christians at St. Peter's <laughs> Cathedral on Easter Sunday. Like, let's. It's, it's, I don't know why I laugh when I hear it's that. So, <laughs> <laughs> it's funnier in that context than it I, is in Jerusalem. But, <laughs> yeah. So you, you, And this, this doesn't occur in a vacuum because there's been incidents of over the last since 1967 when Israel took um, East Jerusalem and yeah. controlled the West Bank from Jordan after that war um there's been six day war six day war yeah during the six day war there there has been nearly constant evictions and steady but progressive um attempts by the state of israel to change the demographics on the ground in jerusalem um which is internationally recognized as belonging to uh, the palestinian territories yeah. so it's it that's that's where the the current round of fighting began and then Hamas, which loves to take things up a notch uh, when given the opportunity by the uh, idiots in the Israeli government, they started launching rockets. Um, well,
0: first they made demands. They made some of them. Yeah, they, they made they, demands. Some of the demands are extremely just like release all the prisoners and do all these things and basically leave leave all the neighborhoods and like it's just like it, it, no Israeli government it's, uh, it's, at the end of a gun at the end of a barrel of a gun from Hamas, they're not going to take that shit. Yeah.
2: But, so, rockets were launched, the Israelis responded, as the Israelis do, with exceeding ex, um, um, insane amounts of airstrikes, artillery strikes, even tanks and ground artillery. There was no ground incursions as of yet. Um, and, but basically, hundreds of Palestinians are dead, um, mostly civilians. Um, we're seeing rocket fire into Israel as mostly being intercepted by the Iron Dome, or, I mean. The Palestinian I think, I think, rockets. I think,
0: I think it's like it's at this moment it's like twelve Israelis have been killed. Yeah, like, they're they're
2: not very sophisticated yeah. weapon systems. No. Um, but the range has been significant. Like they're you know, Ben Gurion Airport was shut down for a while, right? Yeah. And in Tel Aviv, and um, and in addition to that, what's different about this round of fighting is you're seeing uh, intercommunal violence within Israel between Arabs and Jews, which isn't um, something that we had in any of the conflicts. Yeah, and you see, you're so you're seeing a lot of, uh. Pan Palestinian solidarity around the Jerusalem issue um, that we haven't seen since maybe the two thousand intifada, um, so that makes this round of uh, fighting even more worrisome than the last couple of Gaza wars.
0: Yeah, but as of as of Friday at two a.m. local time, uh, the the ceasefire has been uh, gone through, so it's like that's it it's been holding last yeah. couple
2: of day or last or like day and a half. Yeah, so the, the intensity of violence has calmed down, but there's still daily protests and clashes yeah. with Israeli police and um, protesters getting beat up, and so it's it's still it's still a power keg.
0: Yeah, it's like the Gaza is kind of. I mean, issues from Gaza right now are, I mean, besides like you know dealing with the violence, we'll, we'll dealing with the aftermath of what happened, we'll give that I think, a little bit later. But um, you know, it's kind of like it's like that issue is kind of stalled for now. But like now, Jerusalem is still happening. Yeah, and across the country too, because we've we've never really seen. I mean. Really, like, there's a lot. There's plenty of cities and towns in in Israel that are, you know, have joint. You know, they're they're both Arab in and, in uh, and Israel and Jewish or Israel. You live there,
1: and the population of Israel itself is still about twenty percent Arab, only inside yeah. of Israel proper, not including any Palestinian territory. And, and, you,
0: and you've seen issues like a really good, like um, really divided. Like I, I know in, in Acre in the north, uh, the communal violence has been terrible.
2: Yes, yeah, and. Been really, love- um, a lot of these cities, but yeah, in some, I guess in Haifa, it hasn't been too yeah. bad, but um, Love Haifa. yeah, but <laughs> I, I, I lived there for a little bit. <laughs> yeah, but you're, seeing, you're seeing, you know, groups of right wing, far right wing um, Israelis marching through the Easter Islam chanting death to the Arabs. And then yeah. there are, uh, you know, gangs of Palestinians beating up Jews. And it, it's just a horrible situation yeah. that you know, the bad actors, the Israeli government and Hamas have taken full advantage of for their own. But now, now we have a ceasefire. Now Gaza has been white, (laughs) been taken down again. And there's going to be a massive humanitarian cost that goes along with that. So um, in in addition to the, this uh, very, this unsolved issue that, you know, the uh, the Israelis kind of thought they had things, I mean, they have most of the cards in this situation. They have, military superiority they have control i mean in for all intents and purposes there is one state between the jordan river and the mediterranean sea and it's controlled by israel and um so they they have the cart i mean they have these recent deals with neighboring arab countries so they it, it kind of surprised them the extent that no actually the palestinian issue is still front and central in the minds of maybe not neighboring governments but the you know the arab street quote unquote is a often used metaphor,
1: and even amongst that they were surprised
2: at uh
1: the capabilities of the rockets as we mentioned before that Hamas had been shooting, and that was probably a surprise, but not something that they couldn't have calculated for. They likely didn't expect that this would be a time where it now spills over into Israel and that there is as much uh people are as pissed off as they as they are to put it frankly, yeah,
0: yeah. So I mean, when talking about our response, like, what was weird a little bit was the U.S. response because like mm-hmm. Biden basically came out, you know, it, you know, the, told the very like you know, we believe in a very token like pretty bipartisan uh, view on the issue of uh, the U.S. proposing uh, two two state solution and that Israel's right to defend itself. And then, but then you saw over apparently over several calls of the, as the uh, conflict progressed of so, you know, how he basically telling BB Hey, uh, you need to cut the shit out of these men now because you're, you're, you're going too far. Yeah,
2: and you're seeing less of a... I mean, it's it's still the dominant political narrative in the U.S. is, you know, we're allies with Israel and support Israel and all that. But you're seeing cracks in that, especially as, you know, these horrifying images of what's been happening in Gaza come in. It plays right into Hamas's hands, um, but you're seeing certain wings of the Democratic Party is saying this is unacceptable we need to we have a lot of influence over israel that we don't use um, it,
0: yeah, so uh, we, yeah like when it came up during um during the middle wall, this was like a, i think it was it was a bill or it was basically just the the normal like oh we're like, giving israel this amount of money it, it wasn't it wasn't because of the conflict it was like already a scheduled it was like, already yeah it was, uh, it was already on the books to be happening and then they're like uh this is just poor timing for this yeah it was a
2: 700 million dollar weapons sale that was going to happen anyway but it's ne- it was basically Paid more scrutiny, yeah, uh, because of what what's what the munitions are doing.
0: Yeah, yeah. Do do we want to talk about? Actually, let's talk about that real quick. Uh, I don't think we covered it before. But uh, really what happened in Gaza and like, how people's response has been so much because usually it's like Israelis go and they bomb military targets, something. They, then they'll bomb, you know, other buildings and like they they'll send you a text message saying, "Get out of the building. We're gonna bomb it in like ten minutes or something like that."
2: Yeah, but they don't really provide like they they bombed one of the the ones that people paid attention to because it happened to the media. They bombed the headquarters of several news organizations, including AP, Al Jazeera, and basically no one was killed in it because they warned them to get out. But according to the Israeli Ministry of Defense, they said that this was a Hamas weapons depot, but there was no... Well, said, uh, was, proof was, or was, evidence it was, of uh, that presented? It was, uh, it was
0: military intelligence headquarters. But, right. it, but the thing is, like, it, here's the thing: is like, it, it wouldn't put me past Hamas to have offices oh. in, the, in the buildings. And that, it's like they are technically the government in yeah. in, in Gaza. There's a have like, offices for all kinds of domestic shit, not just military, in all kinds of different places. But at the same time, it's like, and they're going to be dicks. They're going to put it in places where they don't want us to bomb. It's like, of course. Just, just don't fucking do it then.
2: But it's, yeah, it's the most densely populated strip of in the world. Yeah. Because it's, and it's been under blockade since 2006. And so anywhere you, you Hamas operate, in, I, not, you know, in fairness to Hamas, anywhere they operate <laughs> is near people. Yeah. Like, you can't get away from that. Or fairness to the Israelis, I guess. In kind of fairness to the Israelis, be exactly. Believers. Yeah. But-
1: but even talking about uh their bombings of different news organizations uh the Israelis supposedly gave certain evidence to the United States of you know hello our dearest friend uh this is <laughs> this is this is kind of why we did this, and the u s said we don't necessarily buy your we don't necessarily buy what you're trying to sell right here um yeah, which is something they, but they had, they, very used, weak sauce. they used to
0: have a good, a good stretch of like uh, what's the word I look for um leeway with basically like what they do do and do not question comes to gaza yeah and since like 2007 but the
2: secretary of state came out and said yeah we have, so far even after receiving this information they're like yeah we haven't seen anything to and for anyone
1: who hasn't seen the videos of it these aren't you know like three-story buildings where there's a guy no. with a printing press these are like 10 story tall office buildings just yeah. leveled yeah. oh yeah 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 level yeah. leveled in a right
0: they, they've right. taken out, uh, out lots of infrastructure yeah which is like when you want to deny the enemy this thing, but the, the problem with Gaza is like there's people. It's not just Hamas who lives there. Yeah, it's the problem.
2: And there's no like it. we you've seen certain retired Israeli generals come out and say like the government has basically done the same thing for 15 years, and there's no constructive solution. And, and they're they're speaking from a military perspective yeah. here. Like they come in and then they start crafting the narrative of how we've degraded Hamas, and get, yeah. in a couple years the rockets it, it, are back. It's
0: so, the mother law <laughs> strategy. Yeah. Which is just like it's 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 kind of mocked in some ways because it's just like yeah you agree with it. because Israel doesn't ever want to do an occupation or anything they don't want to go and permanently remove Hamas like they would never. What do, do you that. mean by move on? Basically, it's the strategy. that Basically, they go back uh, every couple of years and destroy Gaza and destroy Hamas and basically try to kill as many of their fighters as they can, kill, destroy as much. Which their only leads as they can. to more. But when death and you have a anger population anger. <laughs> of when you have population
1: millions in Gaza alone. It doesn't really matter how many individual fighters you kill, to be frank.
0: I mean, they don't, they don't really care about that. They, I think they mostly kill, care about um, making, exacting such a toll that they won't do it again. But Which is but why
1: it doesn't but, necessarily matter if you have a weak excuse to blow up some important stuff.
0: But the I, I thing is, don't, I don't think Hamas gives a shit at all. I don't think they give a flying fuck. T- I mean, at the end of the day, it's like, I'm not going to try to defend Hamas. They're a fucking terrorist organization, and fuck them. Yeah. But, like, you know, it's just like... They're gonna take advantage of the situation, and you, you're playing into their fucking hands. Yeah,
2: and they are the sole, probably the sole focus of resistance against all the other indignities that is being fought, um, put upon the Palestinian people. Which you know, you have. A, I mean, a lot, most Palestinians dist- at the very least distrust Hamas. Maybe openly despise them in a lot of cases, but at least they're doing something. And what choice do they what, have? And, yeah, and they have no other, like, they have no power projection besides these crude rockets. And um, as
1: was mentioned briefly before, they've been under, yeah. God the Gaza Strip has been under blockade for years now. Yeah. And that's not really a blockade with many holes for lots of stuff to no. come in. It's, uh, they, almost every excuse is taken to block uh, anything that
2: might want to go in there. Yeah, but the thing, the fun, funny thing about Hamas is that, 20 years ago, they were not that significant. Yeah. But because of, you know, the a Google. lot of... Once the PLO sort of... I, I'm not super up to date on the history of the PLO, but once a lot of the secular and nationalist organizations became part of the PA, yeah. which has been... Um, widely viewed as nothing more than an Israeli puppet government in some and, circles, and, and just super corrupt, and just incredibly corrupt. <laughs> yeah, it's like, so bad. They're yeah. the only game left in town. It's crazy. Like we, I, I, when I was in Ramallah a couple of years ago, they, uh, you, oh God, there's has, just so it much. It has been years. It has been. Over. Yeah. <laughs> what happened? COVID. It's been almost years since we've had a live podcast, guys. There were people. I mean, all over. There's. A, it's a very poor, very oppressed area. But Ramallah people are driving around and. Mercedes, yeah, and like that probably has some relationship to the the PA being there, and it's it's just it's a decrepit um, excuse for a, a, a government, and like yeah, but I don't know. Sorry. I...
0: No, no, you're good. Yeah. Uh, no, it's just like it. It's it just it's a, it's a damn shame.
2: Yeah. So like, Hamas, and now you have the aftermath of the Oslo Accords. And just the continued oppression, you know, restriction of freedom of movement and all that. And there's this, this line that, oh, Israel wants a two-state solution. They, they've offered them plenty of times their own state, and every time it's been rejected. It's like, well, you can't have a sovereign state under the conditions post-Oslo, yeah. uh, where movement, uh, you, you know, you can't get to the, the capital, uh, you know, people can't leave. And if they do leave, they're often told... Um, you know, they there, you can't come back, and it's this, and a lot of that feeds into the restriction movement is, is something unreal. Yeah, it, it's and it's something nobody talks about outside of um, the region. A very niche uh, group. Yeah, people. but it's and but it's a way. It's a very insidious way to change demographics on the ground, ethnically cleanse. I don't know if we want to go that far, <laughs> but it's it's pretty much that. So now you have a group like Hamas, who are a terrorist organization, but since they're pariahs, they haven't had to compromise their views, which in a lot of people, I think, I, think
0: yeah. they, I think they did eventually acknowledge Israel. Did they? I think they did.
2: Yeah, or they've. I know they're they've kind yeah. of tampered down on a lot of their yeah. their Islamist re- rhetoric. Yeah, so like to because the Gazans are not super big fans of that. So <laughs> it's always <laughs> been a pretty pluralistic well, area. Well, yeah.
1: that only means that it's been done in as a pragmatic oh, sense yeah. to still do pretty much the same exact goddamn right, thing.
2: Right. Yeah. It's not. It's not legitimate. But no. Actually, so uh,
0: what's you know, I I have a question for that. I want to touch on it. Was it you know, what's um, is what is happening in Chechnya ethnic cleansing? Technically, um, I would say
1: all of us exhale deeply. We <laughs> <to> sleep, <but laughs> there's
0: there's
2: no baggage about this which, question which,
0: at which all. Which is uh, the 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 Google uh <laughs> <laughs> what, is, what does Google say? Google says um. Uh, the mass expulsion of killing or no, sorry, the mass expulsion or killing of members of an unwanted ethnic or religious group in a society.
2: Yeah, and just because it's done through legally, quote unquote, through the court system, doesn't make it any less. I think, well,
0: it was never really in doubt what
1: the courts would say. I think. I mean, because a lot of the Israeli courts, have, as was mentioned very briefly at the top of the pod, that um, well, Jews used to live here. Now, used to live here is a very. Uh, loaded term, therefore, they now have a right to live there now. Yeah. Um. But when you consider that Jews have lived there since like a thousand BC. um.
0: Well, here's the thing is that when they started doing that kind of after 67, essentially, you know, but then, you know, Palestinians who lived in those homes now, or then and now, were just like, well, I used to live in Haifa, can
2: I move back to my house in Haifa? Yeah, no, it, absolutely. It, not. It's, it's just like, no, no, don't just jump no chance yeah, now. Yeah. The right, to, right of return only goes one way. Yeah. And like, it's when you when you're evicting people from their homes in any circumstance. It's, it's especially since like this has been going through the court system for a while. But a lot of times, what's happening is especially regarding the settlements, um, that's just done like openly without regard to law. Yeah, because like, it, so,
0: it, it's because they're 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 not even second class citizens. Like Arab Israelis are, are second class citizens. The yeah. Palestinians are just you know they're nothing. They have no they have no rights. Yeah
2: they uh, they have no I mean
0: there's not the
1: common ideas of due process and other things that uh, seem very normal in you know here in the United States and in certain other countries no, it, that it's, does not exist
0: no, so the problem is it does exist in that country the problem is the Palestinians don't have the access to those same rights and treatment
1: which which, in my opinion means it doesn't exist but but yeah. you're, you're you're absolutely yeah. not wrong
0: yeah <laughs> Absolutely not wrong, what does that fucking mean? <laughs> You're absolutely
1: positively not wrong. Alright, let me clarify my spin. You're absolutely a jackass. All
0: right. Oh. Oh, you wanna fight bitch? Uh, we're gonna start oh,
1: this yeah, over
2: in
0: yeah. our own little
2: internal conflict here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck you, Virginia. Yeah, fuck you too, Maryland. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. Well, yeah.
0: Anyway, uh, moving on <laughs> It's actually something that I kinda wanna touch because Uh, We touched a little bit on it um, when we talked about the U.S. response. Basically, you know, Biden says, oh, is the right to defend itself? What does that mean? Does anyone ever say that they don't have the right to defend themselves?
2: Yeah, and it's just, in this situation, it's when they have the largely American-funded, American taxpayer-funded Iron Dome, they have dominance in both attacking and defending, which is, that kind of struck me as an interesting callback to a while ago, the, um, I don't wanna to get too far in the weeds here, but here we go. The uh, debate about the ethics of missile defense. Yeah. And how like oh, calm, that... down, calm down, Kevin. Yeah. Oh <laughs> boy. <laughs> no, just because like you, you have you have this up. Op- I mean, obviously it's a good thing that the Iron Dome is preventing civilian yes. deaths. I don't think anyone, pretty much anybody would argue that. Having said that, is there an incentive now to go to the negotiating table when you have complete dominance and you're you're Population, except for a few cases, is largely protected.
1: Well, but I mean that—that that almost kind of it. You're not wrong in that. They now are very much shielded from any type of response. But at the same time, I cannot blame any single politician from saying, "Let's set up a missile defense system when we're attacked by hundreds of missiles." Right. And line no. to your to your question, simply, and I think this is what Lux was about to say too. Uh, the answer to your question is no. Like even. Different politicians in the United States who are very uh, pro-Palestinian have said that uh, that have never come out and said that Israel um, does not have the right to like even like Ilhan Omar said that you know the bombing of civilians or the bombing of yeah. civilian targets is yeah. bad, and then in in quotation said no matter what side does it, and yeah. with a very clear nod to yeah you know fuck Hamas like shooting rockets at random ass people who really don't have much to do with this.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean the, the big thing is like I mean Hamas is in the completely in the wrong. Israel is like partially in the wrong. but The problem is they they they, could, they, they could, that but Israel has all they the just as, I would argue that they're just as bad as. Well, Hamas, I talk about, like, I, talk, I, talk, I talk about it just in the I mean when that, when when your
1: side has the power and is in the dominant position, you have somewhat more of the responsibility to uh, effect change, because, well, you have the power to effect change. Yeah, right. because
2: Hamas has... I mean, Hamas is despicable in a lot of ways, but, like, they're, they're, it's not David and Goliath here. It's, like, me going into the ring with Tyson in his prime. There's no way I walk out. Or Tyson <laughs> now. Or Tyson <laughs> now. I, there's no way I walk out under my own power. It's yeah. just completely <laughs> disproportionate. And, like, yeah, these rockets are unguided. And Bold of you to think that crimes. you could only take Tyson in his no, prime. No, no, he, he would still destroy me No. But, like... That's their only. They don't. I mean, they're fighting tanks, Markava tanks, with rocks and stones, essentially. So like, they don't have access to, um, you know, precision guided. They're, they're not. They're not a pure actor, or
0: no. even, even close to it. But no, no. No, but, no. But the point I was I was going to make before I was rudely interrupted. Oh, oh excuse me. You <laughs> I'm yours. You. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, they do have the right to defend themselves, but it's just like, it has to be proportioned. It has to be like you're like, hey, so go. You're bombing rocket sites. Cool, that makes sense to me. I like that. It makes lots of sense to me. That's obviously. great. Bombing tunnels also makes sense. Fine with that. I mean, no, except the ones that go into Gaza and Egypt. Because yeah. Those
2: are very good stuff. But you also because like... everything, everything is so yeah. close. I'm sorry. I, I rudely interrupted you twice. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> well, you already did it. You, you know, already Well, did now it. that I've done it. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, you also ha- I mean, it's one of the most densely populated places on Earth. So even if there's a legitimate military target you need to weigh that against collateral damage and it doesn't it seems like Israel just bombs places for the cameras to say we're we're winning like a vietnam style look at how many bombs we dropped look at how many hamas members we killed you know this is what winning looks like apparently
0: yeah it's yeah, yeah, they they're very they're just like, I think you mentioned earlier that the Israeli generals were just like, yeah, they're just, we kind of do it every time. It doesn't really make a difference. It's just, like, cool. Yeah. We, just, we just destroy people's lives. Awesome. It's just like, oh, yeah. my house is gone. Oh, my hospital is gone. Oh, like, imagine now if COVID and shit happening. Like, they, they, apparently the one clinic that was doing COVID testing is now non-existent for millions of people in Gaza.
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah, but, but already don't have access to
1: vaccines or yeah. healthcare. And, or and won't have, and they'll be almost the last people to have access to all that in the
0: first place. More than likely, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's awesome in, in, a, in a really terrible way. Yeah. Um. So, actually, talking talk about the Israel side, we've, we've seen a lot of protests, and I'm just in, in Israel or in Jerusalem and such, but, like, and across uh, Israel, but, like, in Europe, all over the world, huge rise in anti-Semitism. Especially, oh, yeah. in, especially yeah. in Europe. Yeah. Especially in Europe. Yeah. Especially in Europe. And that was kind of like, everyone's like, there's people, like, protesting at synagogues, like, that's kind of stupid. Like, you know. It's, yeah. It make it. Ugh. It's like you're protesting at the Israeli embassy or Israeli consulate. Power to you, do your thing. But it's just yeah. like you're not, you're not protesting.
2: Yeah, I, but like when you see, I guess Israeli um, police raiding the Al-Aqsa Mosque. Yeah, it brings out the worst in. Yeah, it it's, it it does it does, like, I mean, and, and that's the state doing
1: it. But that's where I'm not surprised that people have this response. I'm disgusted at the response, but I'm not surprised right. that. I see people attacking one of my very holy sites. I'm going to attack the, you know, the Fifth Street Synagogue, wherever the hell that is, down the street. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah. So the response has not been ideal. It's, yeah. it's, I, I it's, ideal is has It's, 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 <laughs> <laughs> it's been pretty fucking atrocious. Yeah. It's just like it's it's it's.
2: I mean, it happens every time. There's a there's another there's a war in Gaza or there's some yeah. sort of. But there's uh, a thing. question of what is. Anti-Semitic versus what is anti-Zionist versus yeah. what is anti-Israel? Well, Where's the line between the Israeli people and the government? Even though,
1: that, well, I feel yeah. like I feel like that's something that, for, I feel like it's something that there is a clear, there is a definite answer to that. Yeah. But it's something that uh, I I would love to see someone try to explain that to someone, like you know, you know, spray painting a fucking synagogue with yeah. a vodka <laughs> or something like that, because it's the, the answer to that question is well. You have Jewish people, you have, and then you have a state government. I would be very annoyed if somehow everything you know the United States government has done has been placed upon you know my doorstep if I was living somewhere abroad, you know, fucking right. like London or Antwerp or something like that. Yeah, and just because they have the same majority religion of a country, that it, it's not the same. It's it yeah. it it follows a lot of the trends of the uh, anti. You know the anti-Muslim sentiment after 9/11, or certain anti-Asian sentiment during COVID. Of right. oh, you look vaguely Asian. Um, you are not responsible for the COVID back, uh, the COVID yeah, pandemic.
2: You are inherently like you're the, the backer, bad guy, even though yeah. And a lot gets made of the you know Jewish lobby, and but a lot of the biggest backers of Israel in America are the Bible Belt Christians. Yeah, um, by by pure numbers, they uh, they overwhelm the 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 apex of the world.
0: Oh, no, I met one of those people when I was living in Israel. Um, the one who, like, they want... She, 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 yeah, they want Armageddon. They support
2: summer. Israel, even though they're like, yeah, two-thirds of Jews are going to die in the uh, Armageddon. We'll and, become, and then the rest will just accept Jesus. Well, and because you... <laughs> yeah. You need
1: an Israel to end the world, and for some reason, that's the goal. Yeah. Um, For the second coming, it's a whole it's a whole thing i've yeah. i've read up on that fuck. psalm it is fascinating and
2: fuck those people Whack. It's <laughs> much. I, I, will, I will go on record Fuck those people. Well, yeah. well, but but
1: to to all right i'm gonna dive into this now uh the whole thing about how the state of israel will then lead to the second coming of jesus christ there's a whole bunch of weird caveats to that you need a certain type of i think it's horse or is it a cow that you need, like, a purebred fucking type of livestock. So there's a guy in Texas, like, <laughs> breeding a bunch of, like... Again, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm getting the animal mixed up, but he's trying to get, like, a pure white something, something, something. The level of weirdness that gets into this is shocking. Now, that is not all people that support Israel in the United States, of course. Yeah. Um, a lot of them are just like, oh, well, but they're our ally. They're vaguely democratic in certain senses. Yeah. Um, well they, they are
2: they aren't. you don't think about it. There was a really interesting article, I, I don't know it was in the <laughs> I Times think it's... but like about how younger American Jews see Israel differently than I mean their than their parents and grandparents because of what is, is in the twentieth century Israel was widely uh, seen as the underdog, surrounded by hostile neighbors, you know. That isn't so much the case anymore and I would say that isn't the case anymore they're they're no the, they no dominant uh, militarily technology their economy has been pretty diplomatically really. diplomatically I, I mean yeah somewhat I, I would say well, more like so even recent, under recently. Netanyahu. recently yeah they've been they've been dominant there but like now we're seeing a sort of a, and there's still vast affection within the American Jewish community a lot of American Jews end up becoming settlers and the most extreme settlers the ones who are violent against the Palestinians who've been living there for generations but you're seeing now a gradual shift in you know maybe we can separate our Jewish heritage from our support of a a, a government that pr- pretend pr- or that represents it represents it's you know a state for the Jewish people but they identify, doesn't really they didn't serve our best interests
1: they identify with this, with a faith not a government or a heritage right.
0: not a
2: government so th- and there's
0: um, uh, yeah, actually, because it mentioned like, the protests we talked about earlier that, you know, that there was you know, happening outside, uh, Israel, there's also one's been like, you know, Orthodox Jews like marching and basically saying like, you know, Israel is not our faith.
2: Yeah. There's this, there's a strong, it's not, I mean, originally the Orthodox, ultra Orthodox community was pretty anti-Zionist. Yeah. Cause they're not, they wanted to basically spend their lives in the yeshiva and not, they didn't want to mix with dirty secular politics. Yeah gradually many of them have seen the benefits of especially the welfare benefits of yeah. supporting the state of israel but there's still a strong current within ultra ultra orthodox heredry uh, i don't know if i'm saying that right that is anti-zionist saying you know this is what what our state is doing is wrong what the state is doing is wrong uh we need to call it out and by the way they're and what they're doing is antithetical to our interpretation at least of Jewish uh, doctrine.
1: And Lex, just for the kids at home and meaning myself, when you say
2: when you say that uh,
1: Zionist, what do you mean by that? Zionist
2: as uh, the basically the political belief going back to the nineteenth century that Jews need a, a physical state and a territory of their own. Um, and, uh, originally, back when people first came up with this in the 19th century, there was, you know, should we go to Madagascar? Should we go all these other places? Uganda. Because, basically, there's been a long and story, <laughs> there's been a long, terrible history of pogroms and persecution against hmm. Jews, specifically in Europe, but even throughout the Muslim world at times going back thousands of years. So, this idea that Jews need to band together and find a land for themselves, that eventually they settled on. What was then the British Mandate of Palestine, and here we are. So, the in the confl uh, conflagrating. Oh, 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 the British fucking everything. Oh, the British again. fucked I'm it up. Kind of, yeah, oh. your your favorite people. Around. Yeah, yeah. Look, look, <laughs> yeah. Look, look, who's
0: the bad guy again? Just saying. But Just saying. In
2: recent political discourse, there's been a, and it's, and it's been a uh, an effort. Uh, it's also been an engineered effort on the ha- on the, the part of the Israeli government to say any criticism is of Israel. Or a Zionist, or the Zionist project is inherently anti-Semitic because and and so now there seems to be fissures in that, which is at least hopeful for dialogue, if not immediate change. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see what happens going in the next few years.
0: Yeah. So with the so ceasefire now what? Um, I mean, what, what about what in Gaza is it now just to be re- re- rebuilt? Now it's,
2: now it's a rock. Uh, yeah, it's got to be rebuilt, and, uh, rebuilt again. time times. Already extremely poverty stricken, yeah. so there's, there's going to be huge humanitarian costs there. Hamas, missiles are probably depleted, um, and they're the ones who have to bear the cost of rebuilding Gaza. So
1: will, but but is there going to be any uh, is there going to be any difference from now just uh, here in ten years, fifteen years, five years? Uh, Israel will something will happen in Israel which will then cause a Hamas response, and this goes on. But or is there anything that might change either domestically in Israel, uh, in various by various Palestinian actors, or even in the international community at large? Yeah. I know that because the U.S. has had a mild response, to use one word, uh, a lot of other countries are similarly taking a mild response. So is is anything different this time that will then that that will then cause a difference later on down the road?
2: Uh, for me, a quick one. Um, I promise. Uh, it it's a reminder. I think this more than other occasions, it's a reminder that the issue of Palestine, specifically Jerusalem, is still front and center in the minds of many. And a lot of people, myself included, thought that it had taken a back burner based on recent, you know, the Syrian situation, the Iran the Iran Saudi rivalry. Um, so it's still a problem that the, the international community has to deal with. And I think that's been fully um, what form that takes, whether it's going to get worse or better. Your bet's as good as mine. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's it's rebuilding, and then you know, and then also this situation in Jerusalem is going to continue. I mean, they're the probably just going to keep going. I mean, the sheik draw, draw, Jarrah. I don't know. I'm, I'm fucking white. Yeah. <laughs> um, really? Yeah. Shocking. Well, I was going to go with clear, but <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 one of those. Um, you know, it's it's gonna keep going, and there's probably and most likely it's not gonna have a popular outcome for the Palestinians. More than likely,
2: yeah. I, is at this point
0: so maybe, maybe international influence, international. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they're gonna. I don't know. If the, I don't know if the the they'll it'll carry on into this. Basically, okay. Now, the, eventually, say say for example, the progressives right. here in the U.S. are caring about this stuff now because it's become more of a social or not a social A civil rights issue
2: almost. It has, yeah. Which is kind of how because like. I mean South Africa, I, I don't like the apartheid term because it, it it's historically a pretty weak argument because theres a, there's a lot of unique Details. stuff unique stuff about Sub-Saharan or Southern Africa that where that was the case. but um, how apartheid was taken down in South Africa it was not the, I mean there were rebel groups, there yeah. was violence, there was a lot of state violence, but it, those weren't the ones that actually it was sustained uh, international diplomatic pressure over time is what, with, you know, quality leadership. So that's what it's going to take to get through.
1: Well, well, but to that exact point, the only thing I could see happening eventually is the U S starts to, uh, limit its financial support. Right. Uh, for Israel. Currently the U S gives several billion dollars, uh, to Israel, mostly, uh, in different type of defense, military, uh, you know, to maintain a qualitative edge,
2: I think
0: is uh,
1: yeah. a, a, Around that sense. And right. as we mentioned so, before. So, so
0: does Egypt. Yeah.
1: Oh, so does so Egypt. All right, <laughs> that's a whole other box of worms. That's a whole other box of worms. But my point is that, you know.
0: If they're equal, they won't fight each other.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's such an American like defense contractor mentality. <laughs> just give them all big ass guns <laughs> if we if we sell them
1: all billions of dollars of weapons then they'll all be happy anyway yeah Anyways. um but to my point do we see any type of erosion of uh of of that i and i don't, don't just mean the rhetoric of because there are bills to block the yeah, yeah. recent 700 million dollar uh arm sale to israel uh I would be highly doubtful that that will result in anything. But do we see something like that manifesting itself and becoming law later on down the road? Does one of Biden's budgets, you know, start cutting back on uh, the aid to Israel? Like, it, it, would he it, even do that politically? It, it, yeah.
0: it could, but the thing is, like, my, my, my fear and most likely what will happen is that something else will occur. And then basically it basically takes – oh, we have to pay attention to this now. Right. Right? And the eyes go off and then basically everything's back to normal.
1: I – because of the lack of attention though, I could almost see that being why, instead of being, I think, three point eight billion dollars per year, friends, just sort me? of cut it down. Yeah. Well he's yeah, that that if if Israel, say next year, is in a relatively solid position, I could see someone possibly trying to then limit that financial aid because of said solid position. And it's insane. That's not guaranteed because it means people have to want to do that inside the administration. But I could it's technically possible for me. I would still give it maybe a fifteen yeah. percent chance yeah. of happening. Politically,
2: I don't see it, but like it, it's just insane to me because Israel is a developed first world country. Yeah. It has its own defense industry. It makes it makes and yes, uses most of its own weapons. Also, a great tech industry, C- incredible tech industry. Yeah. like yeah. they don't need help. To, they don't need to become a quasi superpower, <laughs> which is what the Ra is. They providing. they they make
1: some of the most advanced. Uh, they make some of the most advanced tanks and some of the most advanced uh, UAVs. Uh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. unmanned yeah. drones. Yeah. In the world. What's Some of the first people to make other armed UAVs besides the United States. Yeah. And, you know, have
2: exported what, that quite successfully. It's, and all of that means that the Palestinians have a worse position than ever. <laughs> and it Because, like, the two-state solution is dead, or if not dead, on life support. But... So it seems to me that there's only a couple options now. Either, you know, there's the option of granting equal rights to the Palestinians under a one-state solution, which would be even less likely to happen. Um, I don't... Actually, but that, that, that would be that, the best thing.
0: That's, that's what I was going to... My last final question I was going to pose to the girls. We got great. was uh, doing a one-state solution. Is, is, that, is, that, is that where it's going to go? Because probably, probably, I don't see the Israelis wanting to do it because no. they would no longer be a Jewish state.
2: The best option that would still piss a lot of people off would be <laughs> to do, you know, one... Basically, it would remove the Jew, the You know, state religion aspect, the Jewish character of of Israel, which would be an anathema to a huge section of, you know, they're thinking, oh, now it's time for a second holocaust because we're going to be outnumbered. Um, But that would be granting, you know, equal rights to Arab, uh, Armenian, whatever. Druze, yeah, um, that would be the best solution because right now there is or at least the most likely, yeah, the most likely because like Israel isn't they're they're not going to be kicked out of any of the occupied territories at this point. Um, but
1: but I feel like even before that, the first the first step of the first action would be to stopping uh, the expulsion of Palestine Palestinians from the West Bank. Yeah. I, I don't really see that happening anytime soon because while Netanyahu is on the fritz and maybe on his way out, yeah, the people that Hopefully. will, <laughs> the people that might replace him aren't necessarily going to do yeah. that either.
2: Let alone a full right of return. Yeah. Which, oh, which
1: well, I yeah.
0: yeah.
2: Oh, I mean, we, more issues
1: we, we can all we can all talk about how how nice that would be, but it's not in the either. current climate. It doesn't seem terribly
2: likely. But the other option other than what we just proposed, is it seems like Israel can just, if the rightists continue to gain power, um, the ones who've said, we want to annex all of the Jordan Valley, we want to annex the entire Judea and Samaria, what they were, yeah. what uh, ultra-nationalist Israelis refer to the West Bank as, yeah. Um, that's, it seems like that's the only other option. There's no... Um, but then if yeah. they did that, and then at least granted them certain, the same rights that... Current Arab Israelis have. I don't think that would solve it. No, because then they're still second-class citizens. They're still living in a Jewish state that they see as illegitimate. Um, so it's that. I, I don't think that would that would it was, cause it, it, even it, more problems. It, it,
0: it, different title, same fucking problems. Mm-hmm. I think it just. You know, and I don't think the Palestinians would accept that. Oh, they. I don't have to go drive too much into Israeli politics because that's a whole fucking mess. <laughs> uh, we don't have a whole episode for that. Um, is that you know the person people who want to. Beat out mm-hmm. Netanyahu, ra- oh, Netanyahu, didn- Yeah, Uh They're just as right as he is, or worse. Yeah. Gonna, uh, the-, the, Palestinian uh, the
2: Palestinian issue. The mm-hmm. 님- oh, there. Yeah, because Benny Gantz is the defense minister who yeah. is running against him, and he's when it comes to the Palestinian issue, he's right up there in terms of hardline. Um, so they're, 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 there, there, there doesn't seem to be that much, uh, which is. Just tragic, not only for the Palestinians, more so for the Palestinians, but also for the Israelis. Because you're not going to end the war, or have a real peace without some sort of um, government that says that we're we're willing to make some concessions, some type of
1: accommodation. Yeah, is the word. And, and you're just going to
2: and you're going to encourage the Hamasists of the world and yeah. the people who may not like Hamas, but we have no other option. Only you know, game we're, we're pushed up into a corner, yeah. and it's either you know surrender or or fight. Mm. That,
1: Maybe that you should cute. have not yes, had yeah. the alarm sound on the alarm. It never but...
0: has it never has before. This is a new phone, so shut the fuck up. <laughs> uh, oh, you don't have like a two thousand seven, you know, piece of shit. Anyway. What do you know? Anyway. <laughs> that was almost automatic. Thanks, guys. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks everybody. <Cheers>. <Bye>.
1: We're talking about something horrific, and so
2: so next time we'll just do the sound of like, of like, of like, look. Like, <laughs> it's like I feel bad for cutting you off so much, but now it's like now what?
0: <laughs> uh... Now I'm the baddie. Now
1: I'm... <laughs> to, all right, I'm gonna dive into this now. That whole, like, how Israel is going to cause the second.
0: Are we stopping? No, I just said lower your fucking voice. Oh, fuck. Damn it! <laughs> oh, God. Okay. You back out. into it now, You're, all- you're good. Going-